Is your all-or-nothing mentality preventing you from actually achieving your goals? Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to overcome that all-or-nothing mentality, and we're going to bust some popular myths so that you could actually crush your goals this time. Let's go. So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. What's up, Legacy Makers? I'm your host, Kevin Torres, helping busy dads like you go from dad bod to fit dad without cutting carbs, fasting, or sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come and be the role model and the leader of your family that you were meant to be. As a dad of three little girls, I know all too well how precious your time is. And on this show, we're talking about how to get into great shape in as little as 15 minutes a day. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to overcome that all or nothing mentality that's preventing you from actually achieving your goals. This is actually part one of a three-part series of how busy dads lose up to 20 pounds and beyond in as little as 12 weeks. Seriously, this is what I have been teaching guys to do inside of my one-to-one coaching program, and I want to share the secrets with you. But before we jump into all of that, a couple of quick announcements is, one, if you haven't already tried 10,000 Apparel, literally the only shorts that I wear, you need to head over to 10,000.cc and use code Torres to save 15% off your first order. And if it's like your second order or third order, you might need to just use a different email address because it only works for the first order, but you haven't heard that from me. Um, but seriously, check them out. It's literally the, they're literally the only things that I wear. You could check out my Instagram, their pants, their sweaters, their sweatshirts, I mean, their t-shirts, and but the interval shorts are by far my favorite. So go ahead and use code Torres at 10,000.cc. Also, Bear Performance Nutrition, which are the only supplements that I use, particularly their whey protein is freaking delicious. They have such good flavors like chocolate peanut butter, but they also have blueberry muffin and cinnamon roll, like really wacky stuff, but it's really, really good. Um, You could also just use code Torres at checkout at Bear Performance Nutrition or BPN. I'm not exactly sure what the URL is. You'll find it. Just Google BPN. And I also like their pre-workout stuff. Um, like the, the the flight and the endo pump and all that super delicious stuff. And finally, to hook you up with your meal plan and like so you don't have to you know meal prep all Sunday long. Ice Age Meals is hooking you up with a 10% discount when you use code Kevin Torres I M. So it's all one word, Kevin Torres I M. The I A M like Ice Age Meals, Kevin Torres I A M at iceagemeals.net and Again, seriously, these meals are amazing. My my personal favorites are the pork carnitas, the barbacoa, um, the chicken Colorado. Just really good stuff because it's it, the macros are balanced and there's not too much fat unless you get the brisket, of course. But you know, it's seriously just look at the menu, order a box of of twelve for your first order, and then eventually you'll be probably be ordering boxes of thirty because they're a freaking game changer. Okay. And again, use Kevin Torres, I-A-M at iceagemeals.net. All right. So let's jump into today's episode. And I want to talk about how to overcome that all or nothing mentality. And 
but before we jump into all that, I I've been I've been saying it to everybody who's who will listen. I just finished Dave Grohl's book, and I'm a huge Nirvana fan. Grew up starting. I think in the fifth grade is the first time I heard a Nirvana song, and then I picked up a baseball bat and started air guitaring. I was like, this is amazing. And I grew up listening to the Beatles and stuff, but it was something about Nirvana where I was just like, holy crap, Like I can do that. I want to do that because um, it was just, I don't know, man, like, transformative. But anyway, you know, so always been a big fan of Dave Grohl because of, you know, he obviously was the drummer of Nirvana and then the Foo Fighters and um, the lead singer and guitarist of Foo Fighters. And he just came out with his book, listened to that book, and just freaking awesome. So if you haven't already, if you're a fan of the grunge movement and the grunge era and the 90s and Nirvana and Dave Grohl, get the book. It's so freaking good. Um, but again, let's talk about why you're here. And it's overcoming that all or nothing mentality. And, you know, the the thing that, I hear or see all the time is, you know, you can be really, really good for a few days. And then when you have to stop, you, you know, let's say something gets in the way, a wedding is coming up or a kid's birthday party, or you just, you know, have a fun weekend and you go off of your diet, right? You feel as though like you spoiled it, you ruined it, and then you just go off the deep end for another couple of weeks or months even, and then you don't ever go back on your diet, right? I see it happen all the time. You could be really good for a week, two weeks, maybe even six months, but then the second you lapse, right, it, the second everything comes rushing back because you don't have a stable sort of like platform. You don't have steady habits, steady routines. So over the next three episodes, this is part one of a three-part series, I want to talk about how busy dads lose up to 20 pounds in as little as 12 weeks, okay? And this is literally what I show my clients inside of my one-to-one coaching program, and I want to share that with you right now as well so you can hit the ground running and go into, you know, February, the end of January here with massive momentum, all right? So whether you feel like you're just out of a fitness groove and you need a kickstart to build some momentum, or maybe you feel like you're struggling with making good nutrition choices, like you know what you should be doing, but there are just too many snacks and goldfish and temptations at home and at work and all that stuff and on the weekends, or maybe you just feel like you don't have enough time to work out for an hour or two a day, and so you end up doing nothing at all, right? Because you don't know what would be worth the effort for just like the 20 minutes that you have. Or maybe, you know, weight has always been something that you've struggled with and you've always felt insecure about and, you know, and it's, you're worried about that your health markers and it's negatively impacted your life in, in, in various ways, whatever, whatever you're here, I just want you to know, like whatever your motivation, you're in the right place and I fully support you on your journey. All right. So let's jump in to talk about how to overcome that all or nothing mentality. And again, one of the things that I always say when I hear the all or nothing mentality is you're relying on willpower. You're relying on willpower alone to actually create this change. And willpower is finite. Willpower will get you started. Motivation will get you started, right? But it's finite. Like how, if I put a box of donuts, fresh baked donuts with the lid open in front of your face, and I said, all right, dude, for 100 bucks, if you do not touch one of these donuts within the hour, at the end of the hour, I'll give you 100 bucks. Well, it's probably an easy 100 bucks. You just made 100 bucks. Boom, too easy, right? You could sit there for an hour, stare at a freshly baked box of donuts, distract yourself, and easily win 100 bucks, right? Now, if I was like, okay, dude, 
Now, same bet, except, you know, say a new fresh box of donuts, freshly baked, smells so delicious, open in front of your face. And now for the entire day at work from, you know, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., the box is going to stay in front of you and I don't want you to touch a single donut and I'll give you 100 bucks at the end of the day. Now, the success rate, right, is probably going to go down. Maybe you could easily get that 100 for the hour, but now if you're waiting from 9 to 5 with these donuts just staring at you and you're like, screw that. By 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, you're like, you know what? I don't need 100 bucks. I'm going to have a donut. Who cares, right? $100 isn't that worth it to me for this silly experiment, right? Now, that's because your willpower is finite. And if I were, to, and if maybe you make it through the day, maybe you're like, hell yeah, I could do it through the day. But then the next day, I'm like, okay, same thing. I'll give you $100. Box of donuts in front of your face. Unless you absolutely hate donuts, at one point, you're gonna, at some point, you're gonna be like, uh, I just want a freaking donut. I don't care. I'm gonna, and, I, and it's in my face, so I'm gonna eat them, right? Because again, your willpower is finite. There's, unless you're absolutely repulsed or allergic or something to donuts, you're eventually going to eat a donut, whether it's in the first hour or the day or subsequent days, right? And so the trick for you is about building your habits and routines around your goals to set you up for success, right? And one of the things that I teach inside of my community is your minimum standards. What are your minimum standards around certain activities, right? So for example, brushing your teeth, and I always give this example, but if I were to ask you how often do you brush your teeth or whatever, right, you're going to have an instant answer. Oh, every day, every day, or maybe two times a day, once in the morning, once at night, right? You have a minimum standard. Does that mean you always do that? Well, maybe, yeah, but I'm sure there's been a day or two that you've missed just by accident. You went to sleep a little early, fell asleep on the couch, or you woke up and you rushed out of work, didn't have time to brush your teeth. That happens, right? But by and large, your standard is to at least do that every single day. You almost never miss, right? And even if you did miss a day, that doesn't mean you fall off the train forever. The next day, you would simply brush your teeth, right? You get right back on the horse because it's such a green part of your routine. Well, that's what I mean by your minimum standards. What are your minimum standards around going to church, for example? Maybe you have none. Maybe you're like, I don't go to church at all. But maybe it's like every week, without a doubt, I go on Sundays all the time. But then there are others who might be like, oh, no, I go three or four times a week because I'm also in the band and I host a small group, right? And I, and I help in this way. And so, again, that might be that person's minimum standards. But yours is once a week, right? Or none a week, and that's also fine. But my point is you have minimum standards in other areas of your life. So then if I were to ask you, what are your minimum standards around exercise? I'm sure you don't have any. You're like, I don't know. I work out when I have the time. I work out when I can. Some days I'm really good. I could work out for two weeks in a row. And then other weeks, I don't work out for two weeks, three weeks straight, right? Same thing. What are your minimum standards around nutrition? Uh, I don't know. Some days I eat well, some days I don't. It's as simple as that, right? And most days I don't. Um, and, and so what I want you to do, and again, I teach this inside of my community. You can steal this. I teach three, five, one. And what that means is for three days a week, you want to make sure that you're working out. I don't care if it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's not important. But your minimum standard, if I were to ask you, yo, how often do you work out? Three times a week at minimum. Hey, how often do you work out? Three times a week at minimum. Hey, have you been working out? Yep, three times a week at minimum. Hey, you look good. What's changed? Three times a week working out minimum. That's your new standard. 
I don't care if it's in the morning. I don't care if it's at night. I don't care if it's during your lunch break. I don't care if it's for 10 minutes, for 20 minutes, for an hour. Three workouts a week is your minimum standard. Okay? You have a minimum standard. I promise if you worked out three days a week for the rest of your life, you'd be the fittest 90-year-old ever. You understand me? If you worked out three days a week starting now, you'd be working out more than 90% of your peers. So that's your minimum standard. And again, we could talk about the types of workouts. Go to my Instagram, pull a workout from there, or do a bodybuilding split, chest and back one day, legs and uh, you know, legs and whatever another day, and you know, whatever. I don't care what you do, or go for a run three times a week, or walk. Right? It, it doesn't have to be strenuous or crazy. The, what matters is that your minimum standard is three times a week. Okay. Now, I would argue you should probably be a little bit more routinized and actually schedule it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so it's built into your calendar and stuff like that. But if that's too much to ask, your minimum standard is three times a week. The five in my three five one stands for five days of winning with your nutrition. And we define winning with your nutrition by actually tracking your food in my fitness pal, weighing it, right? And just basically eating well, right? So if you ate well five days a week and you did so for the rest of your life, man, I guarantee you'd hit your nutrition you'd hit your body weight goals. I guarantee you'd hit your physique goals. And the one in my three five one you know, to go back to the nutrition quickly is like, yeah, that, that means on Saturday and Sunday, you can probably go off the rails a little bit. You could probably have some pizza and ice cream and, you know, a couple of beers. But if Monday through Friday, you were freaking airtight every single week, I'm sure you'd have the body of your dreams, right? Um, and then the one in my 351 basically just stands for one accountability check-in. Like, and again, in my program, that means a check-in with your coach, right? Um, but, or, or with me, but um, for you, if you're not in a coaching program, for example, you could at least have an accountability buddy. I have an accountability buddy that I that I check in with every day. I, I send them a picture of my macros, of a screenshot of my fitness pal. I tell him what I eat. I, I tell him my weight. I, every, I weigh myself in the morning, and then I, I send him a picture of my weight. You know, it's silly, but he's my accountability buddy. I'm holding myself accountable to him. You know, it helps. So... Even if you just check in with that person once a week, that's gonna go it's gonna that's gonna go so much farther for you because right now I'm sure you're not checking in with anybody about your your goals and your weight and your stuff like that. So there's nobody holding you accountable to your to your to your stuff, right? So three, five, one at minimum, three days a week of working out, five days a week of winning with your nutrition, and one day of checking in with somebody. And this is what I mean by that all or nothing mentality, because I'm not asking you to work out seven days a week right? I'm asking you to work out three days a week. That's pretty doable. You can do that. And guess what? If you miss a week and you only hit two workouts that week, well, then the other thing you need to embody is, well, my best days come after my worst days or my best weeks come after my worst weeks. In other words, dust yourself off, pick yourself back up and just do it again the following week. And that's okay. If you have a really bad meal, that doesn't mean that every single meal after that needs to also be bad. Just, you know how you get back on track? By eating the next meal, a good meal, right? So it's like, oh man, I just had a whole bunch of ice cream and this and that, a banana split or whatever. Well, guess what? If the next morning you woke up, had some egg whites and blueberries, you're right back on track, right? It's very simple. It's that simple. So my question for you is what are your standards? Like what's what's one or two areas of your life that you can commit to raising these standards? Three workouts a week, 
five days of tracking with your nutrition. Okay, keep that in mind. Now, a couple of quick myths I wanted to bust as well, and we'll bust these a little further as we go, but I wanted to preview them with you today, um, and we'll get more in depth, but this idea of like, you know, getting into great shape takes a lot of time. I need an hour at the gym, Kev. I need, you know, 90 minutes because I need to commute 20 minutes each way to the gym, then 45 minutes at the gym. Then when I come home, I need to shower and then I need to eat something. And by then it's been a three hour process and there's no way my wife is going to freaking tolerate that, right? Getting into great shape does not take a long time. One of my clients, Carlos, um, who used to be one of my one-to-one clients, he was over 220 pounds. He was a school teacher. He still is. And he had he was working out for an hour or so a day. I had no idea what he was doing. And he joined my program. Now he works out for 20 minutes a day, and he's down to one down in the 190s. So he's lost nearly 30 pounds, and he's living his best life, right? So again, he thought he had to work out for an hour. It turned out he only had to work out for like 20 minutes a day to see those results. Uh, another myth that I hear often is like, well, to lose weight, your diet has to be super rigid and boring. And again, that is not so. By saying winning with your nutrition five days a week, I'm not saying you have to eat chicken and broccoli and boiled broccoli and, and dry spinach for every single meal. Absolutely not, right? It's that all or nothing mindset that's holding you back. You could have flexibility. But what I do want you to do is eat frequent meals, eat frequent meals, you know, in the right balance of proteins, fats, and carbs, right? In the right portions. And when you do that, you turn your body into a fat-burning furnace. And I'll go further into this in part two of of this, or, or part three, in one of these parts, you'll find it, um, of this series. But, you know, we'll go deeper into the nutrition. But again, you want to eat more frequent meals in the right balance of proteins, fats, and carbs in the right portions. And when you do, you turn your body into a fat-burning furnace, okay? And if you ever go off plan, all you have to do is go right back on plan for the next meal and boom, you've never got off the diet. There is no diet. You're, it's just a lifestyle. You're just living your life. Some days you have a cookie, some days you don't. That's okay. Food is just food, okay? And like Nick, who's also one of my one-to-one clients, he considered himself a foodie, right? He bakes and stuff and he likes to eat a lot. And he was like, man, if I join this program, I'm going to have to stop eating my breads and treats and the occasional ice cream. And not so. He's lost nearly 30 pounds and he still has ice cream in the freezer. He still bakes bread for his family and everything. He still loves to eat. And, you know, it's it's totally doable, okay? When you have the right framework, the right process, the step-by-step formula. And the last thing that I hear often is like, I can do it alone, right? Or I'm going to try it alone. Or you believe that you can go on this journey by yourself. And yes, you might be a lone wolf. I'm sure you're very capable. But really, like you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so my question for you is, who are you surrounding yourself with? Are the people in your life also people who have those the same goals that you do? Like, hey, I want to get really fit. I want to do this. And if not, right? Like if your wife isn't on the same page or if your closest friends like, come on, let's go grab some beers. And they're always peer pressuring you to grab some beers. Then guess, you know, again, you're going to be the average of those people. And I'm not saying that in a disparaging way that you need new friends or anything like that. Please don't hear it that way. I love you and your friends and I'm sure they're amazing people and your wife is amazing and all that. So that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is you can still keep those people in your life, but you need to surround yourself with like-minded people 
that are going to hold you accountable to your goals, that can share your struggles with you, that know what it's like to be like, man, I'm just, I've been on this diet and this, and I've been running and I da da da, and they're like, dude, I know, tell me about it, or hey, have you tried this protein? This protein's really good, or hey, I got a new a new recipe, you should totally try it. You're gonna love it, and your kids are gonna like it too, right? People who are gonna support you on your goals, and share your wins with you, and help you troubleshoot. When you get stuck, they'll help you stay on track, you get support, you stay motivated. And that's what happens when you have accountability, you know, when you have a coach, right? Like me and my one-to-one clients, but like, but more than that, when you have a supportive community and of like-minded people like you, you're going to stay on track, you're going to get support, you're going to stay motivated, okay? And, you know, there are studies, so many studies about this stuff. Like on average, like people lose an average of eight pounds when in a group compared to only 1.8 pounds when they went by themselves. So if they did like a group weight loss challenge, more people lost more weight. Whereas if you, you know, people in, you know, went on the same challenge, but by themselves lost an eighth of that weight. And then on top of that, over time, people in the groups actually kept the weight off while people who were solo gained most of the weight back. Okay. And so it's all about the people, you know, the communities that you surround yourself with, the people that you surround yourself with, the accountability coaches that you surround yourself with to help keep you on track. You're not a lone wolf. Well, yes, you are a lone wolf. You can be the lone wolf, but you need support. You need a wolf pack as well. All right. Um, And seriously, I can't stress that enough. So over the next couple of episodes, like I said, we're going to dive deeper into the fitness side of things, right? Like what are the exact types of workouts that you could be doing and should be doing in three days a week that's going to help you get the best bang for your buck, get the most results? And also what is the nutrition protocol? What actually is the right balance of proteins, fats, and carbs that you should be eating to see the results that you want to see, okay? It's not a secret. I'm going to share that with you over the next two episodes in part two and in part three respectively, and I can't wait to share that with you. If you found any of this helpful so far, I would love for you to share this episode with a friend or take a screenshot of it and post it on social and say, hey, this episode is freaking awesome. Or leave this episode a five-star review and a, one of those comments too, because just like you, um, you know, like when you shop on Amazon, you look at the reviews. Well, when people are shopping through podcasts and they read your review they're going to be like, yes, this sounds like the exact community that I want to be a part of, right? So when you write amazing commu- uh, reviews or leave five-star reviews, you help other guys like you find this amazing community that we're all trying to build together, all right? So again, in this episode, we talked about how to overcome that all-or-nothing mentality, how to create minimum standards of 351, right? So that at minimum, you at least have a target of what you're aiming for every day. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be seven days a week of working out, seven days a week of nutrition in check, and seven days a week of checking in with your coach. It's just 351, three workouts a week, five days of with winning with your nutrition, one accountability check-in. And then we introduce some myths that we're going to be busting over the next couple of episodes as well. I hope you found this helpful, Legacy Maker. You rock. I'm here to support you on your health and fitness journey. If you ever want to learn more about my one-to-one coaching program, if you're just curious, shoot me an email, kevin at dadbodwad.net, and I'd be happy to share some details with you over there. Or find me on Instagram and just shoot me a DM. Say, hey, Kev, just listen to the latest podcast episode. Freaking rocked. You're the man. But 
I'm curious, what does one-to-one coaching look like? And I'm happy to share some details with you, all right? You rock, Legacy Maker. Let's keep forging elite fathers. Let's create, let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness, not only for ourselves, but for generations to come. Let's go. Let's go.